Hello and welcome to the Felsafe Fitness Golf Show, episode number two. My name is Michael Joshua. I am the owner of Felsafe Fitness Limited. And welcome to 2024, the second show, second outing of this format of the podcast. If you listen throughout 2023, thank you very much. Please like, subscribe and share straight off the bat. We'll get that out of the way. If you do find any of this information interesting or you want some more information on fitness and nutrition and exercise surrounding golf and golf performance, then don't hesitate to get in touch. All the links are in the description below. It's going to be a good show this week. Um, Obviously, PGA Tour, LPGA Tour, DP World Tour are all back into full swing as of this week going to be very, very interesting indeed. So let's crack into that news first. Where are they playing? Why are they playing? So PGA Tour, they're going to the American Express in California this week. Um, Obviously, there are going to be a couple of the big stars, such as Rory, missing from that. They will be at the DP World Tour event in Dubai, the Dubai Desert Classic which is the start of the Rolex event series on the DP World Tour. So that's the boys out of the way. LPGA Tour returns as well this this time round this week. So there are 33 official events for the LPGA Tour this year, 35 in total. And there's $116 million of prize money up for grabs on the ladies' tour this year which is up nearly 70% since 2021. Their first event will be the Hilton Vacation Tournament in Orlando. So it's going to be interesting to see all three of those big tours are back up and running. Some big events coming very shortly. Nice to see the ladies back. I do miss the ladies' golf. I think it's very interesting to watch. I think the way they play golf reminds me of how the pros through the early 90s used to play golf. Um, very controlled, very tactical and, and premeditated golf. Whereas I think the men's game these days is more distance orientated and the, the conversation about setting golf courses up, forcing the, the players to play golf like the ladies play golf it just doesn't seem to be a conversation that they're having, and I think it should be. I think they should be putting bunkers in and or shortening things and giving the risk reward. I don't mind seeing an event go to 30 under par on the PGA Tour because I know as, a, as an amateur golfer, I'm never going to get to do that. No one's going to get And I think having someone where birdies are going to be winning a tournament rather than bogeys losing a tournament, I think that's a – I think that's better for a sport. If you can see someone doing something really well down the back nine or down the stretch, last three holes, no birdie, birdie, eagle or birdie, eagle, birdie or whatever. I'd rather see that win a tournament than, you know, bogey, double bogey. It's just the way I like to see the golf. And I think the men's game conversation around distance isn't necessary. I think the conversation should be about Let's, how can we make golf more fun to watch? And Tiger used to make it more fun the amount of times he went down that stretch, a shot behind and ended up winning by two because people crumble under the pressure. 
and he thrives on it, it makes a massive difference. But yep, everybody's back in tour, so the DP World Tour is obviously out in Dubai. Uh, Dubai Desert Classic is part of the Rolex event series. Uh, PGA Tour is the American Express out in California. And of course, the ladies are back at the Hilton Valley Tournament in Orlando. <coughs> Excuse me, more. So, as we know, this show is about you know golf and where they're going to be, where the bigger tours are going to be playing, uh, or the main tour is going to be playing. I haven't done any live because obviously live, they don't kick off till is it mid February, early March, something like that. So I'll get into them as we get to their events. Um, the only thing coming from Live at the minute is the fact that John Ram is struggling to pick a team. I think the guys that he wanted to take with him from the PGA Tour have all said no. Um, and he's really struggling with that. So good luck, John. I mean, I love you. I understand why you've done it. But yeah, I'd like to be a fly on the wall of that Masters dinner this year. But yes, I'm all about the fitness side and the nutrition side of golf as well. Um, so let's look at the fitness side before I do some uh, the three news items that have caught my eye this week. Um, the easiest thing you can do is buy yourself a kettlebell. Whether you're trying to lose weight, build muscle, whatever sport you're playing, kettlebells are my go-to piece of equipment uh, and especially during golf um you know and this exercise i'm going to explain now is the kettlebell goblet squat so you can hold the kettlebell in front of you close to you, either by the handle or by the bottom or bottoms up which is by the handle but with the weight above the handle and you're just gonna air squat either you'll sit down on a chair and stand up. This is going to build your core, your quads, your hamstrings. And these are all things that create, you know, your, your quads and your hamstrings create that springing effect, like the suspension of a Formula One car or a rally car. That, that creates that suspension springing effect to help you create some more speed with the golf club through the ball. Um, having a stronger core means you're, you're not going to be hurting your back. Um, you're going to be able to turn faster or turn with more strength, more power. And the kettlebell goblet squat is a great exercise, three sets of ten. Uh, add them into your routine. You will do very, very well. And it will help with your distance gains as well and feel more stable as you swing a golf club. So that's your fitness tip for this week. Let's get into the news then. These are the three items. A couple of these we've known about for about a week or so, but they were just on the cusp of going in the first uh, episode. Um, but the first one is uh, DP Walter has confirmed that uh, Chief Executive Keith Pelly will leave the European Tour after being in charge for eight and a half years. Um, Obviously, he's a Canadian. He will join the Maple Leaf Sports and Entertainment Limited um, in his native Toronto. He was the fourth chief executive since the European Tour's formation in 1972. And he joined in 2015 from his previous position as president of Rogers Media. He's 60 years of age and has overseen the transformative period 
and significant evolution and innovation across the European Tour. European Tour obviously being bought um, and now renamed as the DP World Tour. And DP World uh, are a massive group. They're involved for most of the movement, uh, most ports uh, across the world. So the stuff that gets shipped on boats and stuff, DP World control a lot of those, and that's where they make a lot of money. They became the title sponsors, uh, and obviously DP World Tour, as the European Tour does travel to all around the world now, not just in Europe. Uh, he said he was incredibly honoured to be in charge of the institution for the past eight and a half years. Uh, and when he came from Canada in 2015, he set out a culture of innovation and to grow the prize funds on the tour, not just for its members, uh, but to appeal to new and younger and more diverse audiences. I mean, back in the day, I know the European tour used to be really strong with the likes of Seve and Alatha Bali and Woosdom, you know, Sandy Lyle, the late 80s, early 90s. The European tour had the had a, bit, a little bit of a stranglehold on some of the biggest players in the world. And then when Tiger came on the scene in 96, 97, that next sort of 15, 20 years, probably last near, near 30 year period, near enough, uh, the PGA Tour has now had the stranglehold on the money. Um, but a lot of American players like Brooks Kepka came from America to Europe to learn to play different styles of golf and obviously served him well. The guy's a major champion and will be defending his PGA this year. So, you know, the DP Tour is a is a good tour. It, it, like with most things, we're struggling to get sponsors and struggling to be attractive to the younger audiences. Uh, and I think, you know, Penny did a, a decent enough job. Um, and I think with the things going on with Liv, it's very difficult to run a tour of any type point at the minute because players are leaving. And I think looking back at what he's done, I think the, his best, his missed opportunity for the DP tour to make that a tour instead of, inviting the live players to play on the dp world tour he strengthened ties with the pga tour which in hindsight probably a bad thing because they could have taken a little bit of money from live and from the pif have bryson dechambeau dustin johnson and all those guys play european tour events which would have been fantastic for the european tour and i'm pretty sure they wouldn't have said no either I think if they were told they had to play a minimum six or eight events on that tour, including their live events, I think most of them would have said yes because they would have got their world ranking points then. And the European tour events would have been made more attractive by having these players on them. But hey, he's gone at the end of 2024. And it'll be interesting to see what happens from here on out. <clears throat> and talking of people leaving, um, the second piece of news is obviously Martin Slumbers has announced he will stand down from arguably one of the most powerful roles in world golf. Uh, it was revealed uh, last Wednesday or the Wednesday before last that at the end of 2024, with nine years as chief executive of the Royal and Ancient, the RNA, Slumbers will be stepping down and away from the sport. Um, 
in a career, there's time to allow the next generation to turn. And he feels at the age of 63, he needs to step aside. And in a transformative way, the RNA have made some big decisions under his leadership. Um, and of course, most recent between the RNA and USGA is this rollback of the golf ball, which I think is wrong. I think they're getting that wrong. They're an amateur society making rules for professional sport. And they're the only, I think it's the only sport in the world where amateurs rule, make the rules for a professional sport. Um, and I think they're, they're ill-advised and I still stick with the fact that the rollback is unnecessary um, for the sport. But hey, I'm not in the 1% and the only people who are going to pay for that is the amateur such as myself um, and yourselves. You know, he's had nine years as a, as a good innings at, at the RNA. You know, over the last nine years, there have been a couple of bits of contention few little rule changes and obviously the world handicap system being introduced uh, across the world was a big thing as well and the RNA and USGA had a lot of influence over that shall we say so yeah we'll see what the RNA do from here on in it's another person and another role going missing from the sport of golf third and finally then news from this week is PGA Tour is set to lose yet another long-time sponsor. Um, a new report suggested that the short-term future of the PGA Tour isn't looking any brighter uh, as the US circuit is set to lose yet another sponsor. With John Ram going to live, Jay Monaghan led tour, uh, lost a long-standing tournament sponsor in Wells Fargo in December. So the Wells Fargo is going to be the last one. I think 2024 is the last one. Um, Wells Fargo is done after this year. Um, and now another major company um, uh, is the Farmers Insurance Open um, has a sponsorship. Well, we all know the Farmers Insurance. It's a, it's a great little event. Uh, a lot of big name players have won it. But Farmers Insurance has laid off 11% of its workforce, about 2,500 employees, last August in a bid to protect its long-term profitability. And I think it was one of the sponsors that Jay Monaghan went cap in hand to when Liv kicked off. And now these eight events with $20 million and no cuts were another company um, like RBC as well, which I'll get onto in a minute. They went to the likes of BMW and RBC and Wells Fargo and, and farmers asking for another million dollars or so to make the price fund up to stop players from leaving. Well, clearly, with John Ram just left, I think both you know, farmers and Wells Fargo and RBC can see that we're just being asked to make money, but the bigger players, we've had two world number threes in two years consecutively, win majors and leave to go to live. So Cam Smith when he won the Open and John Rahm at the end of last year. <clears throat> so asking big sponsors to put big money in, in the world economic crisis that we're in, isn't a good idea. And with Wells Fargo said enough is enough, December is going to be the last one. And now in 2026, the Farmers Insurance Open is going to be the last one in 2026 named the Farmers. 
and they've had a 17 year yeah 2010 2010 um so it'll be 14 it'll be 16 years they would have hosted that tournament as a, as the main sponsor uh and they're pulling out of the PGA Tour but also follows on the fact that the uh, Canadian Open won by a Canadian for the first time um in a very very long time last year um for RBC Canadian Open and RBC Bank are pulling out and 2024 will also be the last year of the RBC being uh, associated with the Canadian Open. So I'd like to know your thoughts on this. I mean, do the PJ Tour have a future? I mean, if they do get bought either by the, the, the Saudi Investment Fund or they go private with the uh, the other side of it, the, the sports group, the Fenway, I think it's Fenway or something like that, sports group that tr are trying to offset the Saudis. Uh, do you think sponsors will come back? Are sponsors able to come back? Um, where should that money come from, the revenue, the extra money? Do you think that, you know, these, uh, I, my opinion on the events is, if they're going to have nine events with no cut with the most money, it should be for the guys at the low end of the, of the tail, not the ones at the top. I want to see the guy in 125th win $5 million, not Rory McIlroy and Tiger Woods and John Ram win $5 million because they've already got that money. They have that financial future. I think they need to reward the guys on the tour who are there fighting for their card year in and year out to make a living, make some money as a reward for staying loyal to the PGA Tour. What do you think? Send me an email, fitness at hotmail.com. That's fitness at hotmail.com. Let me know what you think about the PGA Tour, live, and ask me any questions about your game, and I'll get back to you in the show. That's the news for this week. Um, those are just the, the three pieces that really caught my eye. Uh, it was very interesting reading through those. So we're looking at nutrition now. So nutrition in golf, and I've, I've said this before, and I'll say it again this year. I think one of the main one of the main things um, a lot of amateur golfers don't realise is that when they're out in the hot, even when you're out. With about 10 layers on in the cold, you still need to keep hydrated. And being dehydrated, you're going to move slower, you're going to feel lethargic, you're going to have a banging headache, and you're going to think it's the golf, and it's not. You need to be hydrated to play golf. So I've said, um, you know, 18 holes of golf, if you're a really quick player and you're doing that in under three hours, you need at least a, a bottle of water an hour. So 500 mils is a liter and a half you can have a few sips and you're getting through probably every six holes a bottle of water because you're quite quick and you're, you're done you can go and hydrate quicker but if you're over three hours and you're somewhere in the three to five hour range for 18 holes whether because it's busy or because you know you're, you're getting on a little bit and you don't move as quickly as you used to i think four bottles i think of water that's two liters on the golf course will help you stay hydrated and help you keep your cool and help you be a better golfer on course. So yeah, 
three, three and a half hours, take three bottles of water or, or one large bottle of water. And if you're over three and a half hour mark for your 18 holes, I suggest four bottles or two one liter bottles. And you, you make sure that you take those, you know, a sip off every tea in between shots and onto the next tea. Make sure you're drinking plenty. Keep your, your hydration up and it'll keep your clear clarity of decision making a lot better. Trust me. So, yeah, your nutrition tip for this week in terms of golf is keep yourselves hydrated whilst you're out on the course. Finally, then. Your golf tip of the week. Uh, this is something that I think everyone can do, and I mentioned it last week, is free speed. <coughs> Everybody wants to get quicker. Everybody wants to be better. Now, I will link in the description. There's a link to a Amazon UK. There's an Amazon UK speed stick, which uh, there's a cheap one, and there's the expensive one that I have. Um, you can pick between the two. But if you want to be better and you want to gain some distance, you don't need to buy either of these. My suggestion is that you do four sets of four reps times three times a week. Uh, so you do it forwards and backwards. And you start out with a nine iron. Do that for two weeks. So you do four sets of four reps, and then obviously as you just swing it normally like you would swing a golf club forwards, and then you swing it reverse. So change your grip and swing it. If you're right-handed, you swing it normal swing, and then you change and swing it left-handed. And then the second part of that is four sets of four reps, um, and you step. So keep your feet together, go to the top of your backswing, then step into your downswing so you step and swing and then close your feet together top of your back swing step and swing and you repeat that four four sets of four reps forwards and backwards um, do that so you do two weeks you do three sessions um, you can either time them so they're like an imam uh, so every minute on the minute you do four reps so it's going to take you what uh, four eight twelve super it's going to take you about 15, 16 minutes to do, so you've got plenty of time to rest. Or if you're feeling physically fit enough, you can just keep banging away at them. Have a small rest. So do four reps and four reps the other way. Have, you know, five or ten breaths and go again. Same again, same again, same again. Rinse and repeat. And you can do two weeks of three sessions with a nine iron and then move on to a seven iron, then move on to a five iron. And just by doing this, you'll probably pick up some fast twitch muscle fiber and you are going to gain some free speed. You haven't spent any money. All you've done is spend, I'm going to say, 15, 20, well, anywhere between 20 and 40 minutes of your time doing this out in your garden, in the home. And it hasn't got, all this cost you is time and not money. And you'll gain some speed because you're building fast twitch muscle fiber. And that is your golf tip for the week. And that's pretty much the end of the show. All I'm going to say is if you do want any help or advice with your golf, with your training, with your 
personal training or your nutrition advice, do get in touch. Felsafefitness at hotmail.com. Link is also to the website. You can contact me on Instagram, Facebook, uh, or give us a call, and we'll discuss a few things and have a chat. Sessions are back in play at Himley Golf Centre, so if you are looking to improve your short game, your long game, currently the majority of sessions are going to be based, launch monitor based uh, and sim session based, but we can do some short game and we can do some bunker play as well. So if you're looking to do any of that, get in touch. It's £20 a session and three for two is currently available. So if you want to book a three for two, so it's £20 an hour, that's £40 for three hours, we can look at your game inside and out inside three hours and we can look at, you know, course management, your short game, your grip, your rotation, everything. We can take a look at anything you want. Failsafe Fitness will help you in more ways than one. All the links are in the descriptions. You can book online, you can call me, you can email me, and we will sort your game out. Thank you very much for listening. If you found any of this interesting, please like, subscribe, and share. Leave a comment. And, of course, if you have any opinions on uh, Keith Pelly going, Martin Slumber's going, or the PGA Tour losing sponsors hand over fist, let me know in the comments below. Have a great week. I'll see you in episode three. Good luck to everybody out there. Enjoy your golf. Bye-bye.